What up, what up, what up, it's your boy Terrence, a.k.a. Fashion Lord T. Man, y'all already know, this is season three, open season. This about to be crazy. Hey, man, y'all make sure y'all call 281-581-8218. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. It's your boy Terrence, aka Fashion Lord T, and this is Baker Life Experience. Today I have a special co-host I'm excited about. Her name is Stacy Childs. Welcome, Stacy. Thank you, brother. Welcome. I'm excited to be here. How's everything been going with you? Because you've been busy lately. Ooh, man. Things have been really, really, really busy. I have been nonstop campaigning. Today is May 1st. Yes. And the runoff election for what I'm running for is on May 24th. So we have about 23 days left before the election. So I've been door knocking. I've been hosting events. I've been making calls to voters. Everything we can do to make sure that people know to vote Childs for the Children. So been pretty busy. I'm excited about it. I definitely want to talk about it. I've seen that you could been campaigning a lot on District 4. So yes. tell us more about like the reason why you are doing this. Oh, of course. Of course. So most of my career in Houston has been spent on advocating for others and educating students. But I think the State Board of Education seat puts together all of my experiences. So I was a teacher for a while. Um, I'm currently an attorney. I've worked for the Obama administration. Um, I've worked uh, helping kids with my nonprofit, which we can talk about later, Girl Talk University. But this seat actually, whoever the board member is, will be responsible for deciding what the curriculum will be for students in Texas and students in District 4. And I see that that's very important considering how education is changing in our state. So I'm ready. What do you think that is, what can you bring to the table that your other components can't? Okay. I think that my experience as an attorney makes me different from my opponent because I have had experience negotiating and mediating. Mm -hmm. um, as an attorney, as you know, it can get very adversarial. You know, you can go back and forth, not just with the opposing attorney or the judge, but even with your own clients, right? Even mm -hmm. keeping them under control and keeping their emotions at bay and um, showing them, you know, alternatives to a situation and trying to bring two different people together to a common goal. I think that's a, a skill that I've gained not just in the three years I've been practicing law, but even the three years prior to that when I was studying in law school. So nearly 10 years of experience negotiating, mediating, defending, and advocating, I think is going to be key as a member of the state board, which my opponent doesn't have. Because, hmm. like, on the, you know, outside, you know, on the podcast, we, like, we hang out, like, a couple of times, and you're a very open person, you know, nice. It's it's It's... It was very good that you actually see somebody that you can relate in the opportunity that, like, that, like, you're going to bring to the table. So that's good because people can definitely, like, like, relate to you. And some people, they will say, you know, the the politics of it, they will say all this stuff and won't bring nothing to the table. But for you, like, it, it very seems like you, your heart is in it. This is your passion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm definitely – uh 
you know, rooting for you and things like that. And I see that you've been doing a lot of campaigning. Um, you did something at, at Luby's the other day. Oh, for? yeah. So one of the things that I had to work on as a candidate is people knowing me, hmm. right? So I'm not from here. I don't have those familial ties. My mom and grandma, my whole family's not from Houston, right? So I had to literally do all I can so that people can see that passion that you say that you see and get to know who I am. Luby's was my opportunity to invite community leaders from across the district to meet me, to hear me speak, and to hear, actually, as an added bonus, people who have experienced me kind of talk about me as an attorney and as um, a candidate. And it was pretty good. Um, We had people from all over the district come and I'm excited to continue to work with those people between now and Election Day. <laughs> Sounds good. And I see you did something, too, with the seniors, the, the what, April 30th? Probably, oh, yesterday, yeah. yeah. So so I was able to go to um, Angels of Love uh, Center, home and center. So this home is for senior citizens as well as people with disabilities, actually. And I uh, brought ice cream and I brought a bingo game to them. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I was feeling a little defeated. I had been campaigning really hard. And any candidate, anybody who's just out pursuing their dreams will tell you that you expect certain people to come. And then they say, yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming. And then you don't hear from them. So I was like, man, if I could get two seniors to come to this event, <laughs> I'll be all right. Like, I don't want to play bingo by myself. But it was a packed room. It was yeah. packed, right? Yeah. And we, it was so many seniors that had came down to play with us that we didn't even have enough cards. So we had to find cards, find gifts. I had to run to the store just to get more gifts for them. I mean, it was really fantastic. And I think seniors are a very forgotten group of people. Mm-hmm. Um but they shouldn't be forgotten because seniors vote more than any other age group Correct. in Houston. Correct. Or probably period. But I know for a fact in District 4, 60% of the people that vote in these runoff elections are over the age of 16 60 and 65 years old. So that was my way of letting them know who I was, them getting to know me. It was a really fun time. That's sound. I seen I seen the clip. I'm like, oh my god, you had so much fun. Oh yeah, well, I mean, they yeah. were like, hey, you want to dance? I'm like, yeah, I want to dance. I love dancing. Yeah. That's something I've been telling people a lot. People are like, what do you like to do? Who are you? I was like, I love to dance. Prior to all this um, busyness with the campaign, I would you know go to dance classes or really just dance. I like to just go out and just let out steam. That's uh, part of how I de-stress. So I was happy to do that with them yesterday. <laughs> That's great. Can you tell my listeners how would they vote? Okay, so you can go to votetexas.org or harrisvotes.com and you can look up your polling location. But honestly, any polling location is open as long as you have your voter registration card or your ID. You can go and you can vote. You don't have to go to the one that you're necessarily assigned to. I know a lot of people are like, man, I'm assigned to this school, but I'm at work and I'm not near that, so it's not convenient. It doesn't matter. Just go. Hmm. Just go, please. (laughs) Just go. Like... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that people will just go vote. You vote from May 16th through the 20th. That's our early vote. And we only have five days of early voting. And then the actual election day is May 24th. So when you do win, cause we're going to manifest it. When you do win, Amen. what's the first thing that you're going to do when you're in the office? So the first thing I plan to do is to create a task force 
of parents, students, and teachers to work with me on improving the district. Because what I've seen just being a lay person is that a lot of people don't even know what board members do. Correct. They don't even know who the board members are. Like, Correct. I bet you, I could ask 10 people right now, who is the State Board of Education member in District 4 right now? Right. Half of the people wouldn't be able to tell you. Correct. So, exposing people to what we do, who I am, what the position is, and getting feedback on how I can be a better board member is what I plan to do. Um, a lot of this, what I've heard from teachers and parents is that, oh, this stuff is happening. We don't have a say-so. Okay. This is how we fix that. I'm going to bring them to the table and have them hold me accountable and them being a part of the decision-making process. So creating that task force is number one for me. Hmm. Day one. <laughs> so um, my question is this. Um, I know that um, before COVID, everything, quote-unquote, running smooth between the uh, parents and the teachers. Mm -hmm. When 2020 hit and we had to basically become – the teacher right and you know every eight years is going to be a new quote-unquote disease that's going to shock the world mm -hmm. and make us stop what we're doing and doing mm -hmm. this what do you have forward whenever that does come again that make us you know become the teachers like what improvement that you that you're going to do right so i part of being the state board of education member is deciding what the curriculum will be for students across texas mm -hmm. i think Something that is lacking in our curriculum is the parent piece. Mm. So making the curriculum in the it's called TEKS, Texas Essential Knowledge and Skills, making the TEKS in the curriculum more accessible to parents, making it more parent friendly, mm -hmm. and making it such that okay, if we have another pandemic, here's the curriculum and parents can follow it. But if we are in school, here's the curriculum teachers can follow it. So just making the curriculum accessible for everyone so that regardless of what happens health-wise, students are still learning. That's, yeah. that's great. That's great because it was, it was a back and forth. Like, because some parents are way older that have been out of school for a long period of time mm -hmm. that can't, you know, process of what's going on, especially homework. It's like, I don't know how to do this. Let, right. me, let me Google <laughs> this or figure this something right. out. So it was like a, a miscommunication uh, definitely on that. I mean, I, like I'm a parent, and I was like, bro, I don't even know. Like, mm -hmm. we gonna call one of my friends mm -hmm. or my mom's friend or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that's very good that you're already seeing that um, coming ahead. Mm -hmm. So, is there anything that you want to tell my listeners that you haven't told my listeners uh, yet about yourself? Oh yeah, sure. Um, I really want to encourage your listeners to go out and vote. Mm -hmm. Please vote uh, May 16th through the 20th and May 24th is Election Day. Uh, I assume, and maybe I shouldn't assume because we know what happens when you assume, <laughs> but I'm going to go out on the limb and let's assume go, let's go. that the majority of your listeners are young people, oh, uh, yeah. maybe 18 to 40, mm -hmm. you know, young younger people. But statistically speaking, younger people are not voting like we need them to. Correct. And what's happening in education is affecting young people. It's affecting kids. It's affecting young parents. It's affecting young teachers. And I'm sure you can hear that uh, Texas is having a problem retaining teachers. This is affecting young people. Correct. So we can't say, oh, man, education system sucks. Oh, man, 
teachers suck or my kid ain't learning nothing. We can't say these things and continue to complain and we're not using our voice when it counts. Correct. And it counts in the ballot box. Correct. And I, I guarantee you, I pull that same poll of 10 people, half of them may not be able to tell you when this runoff election is taking place. Correct. Right. So I want to urge your listeners to please vote, get registered to vote. It's too late to register to vote for this primary election. But you can tell somebody else is already registered to vote because that's your voice. You know, you can talk on a podcast or talk, use your your trigger fingers on Instagram and Twitter to complain about something. Mm -hmm. But it really counts if you go in the ballot box and vote for leaders like myself who actually make something happen. And in terms of my opponent, she seems like a cool woman, great woman. She's been an educator for many years. Mm -hmm. But outside of that job, I don't know what she has done to make an impact on kids or make an impact on education. And if you look at my record, I've been teaching a, a lot for a lot less time than she has, but I've made an impact. I've started a program for kids that I don't get paid for. Correct. I've written this book for students because they said some of the books in the library I can't relate to, so I wrote one for them, right? I've worked on every level of government from school board all the way up to the Obama administration, and I'm still the same old me. Yeah. I'm still the same OG. I'm still <laughs> Stacy from Southwest Atlanta who moved to Houston. I'm an honorary Houstonian, right? Yeah. So I've not lost myself. I don't plan to lose myself. This position is not going to change who I am. You know, I'm not looking for this for clout. I'm yeah. just trying to make my impact and make a difference. So that is what I want to tell your listeners. That's dope. Like, I'm I'm rooting for you. Definitely. <laughs> Y'all heard it right now. Definitely vote. Definitely vote, vote, vote. I will put the link in the bio um, as well. So if people want to support you, you also have a website for, for yes. that as well too, right? So right now uh, we are looking for people to volunteer at the polls. So standing outside, passing out my push card, passing out my flyers, um, because there are even people who get to the poll and still don't know who they're going to vote for. They Correct. just want to use their right to vote. Correct. So we need uh, people out there. We need people to make phone calls um, for the people who vote absentee, right? So the older people, people with disabilities who get their ballot sent to their house, they already have ballot with my name on it. So we've been calling those voters like, hey, who did you vote for? You know, make sure you know Stacy Child. So if you have time to phone bank, if you have time to come to the polls, Please come. I mean, of course, I'm accepting donations. You can donate at Stacy S T A C I F O R Texas. So Stacy for Texas.com. But honestly, mm-hmm. outside of the money, I would prefer your time at this point because we only got 23 days left. So if you yeah. can give me an hour to call 50 people or give me an hour to come to the post, I'd love that. That's dope. <laughs> That's dope. I'm so like I'm so proud of you like right now and how much hard that you're grinding, especially a young black woman with the potential that definitely can change. Like I'm all for that regardless, because I see the impact you're doing. I see how you are with your students. Mm-hmm. You over there doing TikTok challenges with them. Already. You having fun with them. Already. Like, I, that's that's dope. Like we need more people <laughs> like that we can relate to. Because yeah. people on outside is like I cannot relate to this person. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna do it. Or some listeners might be like, you know what? She's black. She around my age. I'm voting. Mm-hmm. That's how I was. People voted for Obama. He, yeah. he black. I want to see my black in the office. Yeah. Let's do it. You know, and that's the thing, right? I think if that's a starting point to get people to the polls, sure. But in a race like mine, it's two black women. Mm-hmm. So how you how you going to differentiate between the others? So that's why you have to do your research. You know, um, one of my 
some people invested in my campaign, scrubbed my social media, and I and I pushed back. Hey, when it comes to the students, you gotta leave the stuff for the students on there because I right. want people to know that I'm me, I'm relatable, and this is not something I'm doing just to get elected. I'm gonna be doing this work regardless. I've been doing it. I'm gonna continue to do it. So, yeah, I think I think researching the candidates is important. Mm-hmm. I've had people come up to me and say, "Oh yeah." I saw your video and I, I got my sample ballot and I, I saw your name and I like what you said for us. So yes, I voted for you in the primary. So it's important to do your research. Um, but if me being a young black woman gets you to the polls, I will accept it. Thank you. You know, and I don't take that for granted either. Yeah. yeah. That's so dope. That's so amazing. Like I appreciate, I know you're busy and I appreciate you coming on my platform and definitely speaking. Um, well, we're you. not gonna end until I ask you some questions too, though. Okay, let's go. That's what that's what I've been um, doing, going door to door and asking. What as a as a parent or as somebody who you know, I'm assuming you went through K through 12 education in, in here or in Texas somehow somewhere. What do you think are the issues in education, and what do you look for in the leader? Um, I look for uh, because there is some there are some subjects that you know I wish that we would have got whenever we was younger, mm-hmm. you know what I mean about um, investing, mm-hmm. about credit, mm-hmm. about okay, say if I don't want to go to college, mm-hmm. what can I do? Like what steps I can take mm-hmm. to to do that? So it's more of that. It's more uh, communication, be on the same page, mm-hmm. and more. Um, curricular activities so these kids won't be stuck to a phone stuck to an ipad they can be out doing something not trying to go the other way in that direction so uh more of these things and just uh understanding that uh we can make a difference you know what i'm saying and that's really what my my whole thing is we could be on the same page okay good that's very good that's that's uh, part of my platform is to encourage that more financial literacy become a part of the curriculum because I feel like some of the stuff you described should be a part of school so that when you're leaving high school, you're going to college or the workforce or you're starting your own business, at least you have a basis. Correct. You know how to save your money. You know how to do your taxes. You know about credit. You know what credit is. Correct. And if you decide to get credit – or if we decide to hold on it, you know how it impacts you. I think those skills should be something that we teach our students in Texas and something I will fight for as board member. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, we're on the same page with that. Any more questions you got for me? That was it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was a little curveball. I, I saw that. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> No, it's, yeah. it's, it's really more about that because, like, I remember going to school and we – you know, didn't really have that Black History Month as, as long. You know, we mm-hmm. only knew the the bare minimum people that we do have. Well, mm-hmm. we do have a lot, but we, the bare minimum that they want us to, to teach us mm-hmm. is that. And I'm like, I don't care about all these presidents. Like, I can't relate to that. Mm-hmm. So there's more. I wish we can teach more about that. Yeah. Um, that's interesting that you bring that up because they are starting to – denied with senate bill three they're they're excuse me starting to take that away from teachers um they're trying to discourage teachers from talking about race and um 
the racial history of the United States in schools. And that's very unfortunate because the facts are the facts. Correct. And I think students deserve to know the facts. And I think that if students, especially black and brown students or Asian students, right, if they saw more of themselves in history, Correct. they would have liked it more. Correct. Right? And, it, and it, they would have had a better sense of self Correct. once they left school. So that's also something that I'm passionate about and hope to make a difference in, in terms of education in Texas when elected. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's like um, the 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 whole thing. Whenever we um, we're trying to uh, do better, is the more about like uh, fixing our our kids mm-hmm. going to the right direction. Cause we know that we didn't really have the good teachers that they had. You know, they was very unpaid. They was doing multiple jobs at once. Mm-hmm. Also, they reading from a textbook. Mm-hmm. A textbook is very, very old, you know, dusty, mm-hmm. and we just going through the motions um, about it. So, like, um, I hope that that does change, and mm-hmm. you know, we can definitely see um, an improvement on that. Because sure. I, I think more kids will, de- like, like you just said, would would can relate to it and be more about it. That's right. That's right. Well, I need y'all's help. So, I mean, like I said, I know I don't want to be the dead horse, but if the first step before we can do any of that is to get you all to come to the polls and vote. And I know you're just one person, but I'm sure you know have an entire family that's registered to vote, oh, right? Yeah. And then your listeners each have three, four, five people in their families that can come out to vote. So that's yeah. that's that's step one. That's step one. Go out to the polls and vote. Step two, you <laughs> win. We're going to see you. Good difference. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be good. That's right. I'm excited. That's right. That's right. I'm excited too. I'm excited too. I'm excited too. So, how is it uh, the the balance of you being a teacher and you being a lawyer? Like, how is that? You know, the the benefits that can put you on the board and and winning. Well, yeah. Um, although I'm not in the classroom anymore, I use my skills learned as a teacher in my everyday life. Um, the patience I've gained, the energy that I have to glean from and pull from every day to make people excited to learn a new concept. I feel like I've had to do that to make people excited about this race, right? Because, <laughs> you know, a lot of people are just like, oh, that's politics. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I don't care. But, you know, to make pe- that's why I post those TikToks yeah. and those reels to try to get people excited about it. I think that is what I've been pulling from in terms of being a teacher. But, um, like I said before, my legal experience has just helped me become a better advocate for students, mm-hmm. a better mediator, a better negotiator. And with everybody not agreeing in Texas, that's going to be necessary to get things done. Definitely. That's going to be necessary. And you had mentioned uh, up top about uh, Girl Talk mm-hmm. University. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I started Girl Talk when I was still te- – I'm not teaching anymore, but when I was still teaching – back in 2019 because I saw compared to the boys in my class, the girls just had low confidence. They would walk with their heads down, talking real low, not wanting to answer questions, would say very bad things about themselves. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. Like, how do we fix that? Because the girls I taught were only 9, 10, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. And that was far too young for them to be starting their lives, like saying those sorts of things and Correct. feeling that way about themselves. So that's just my labor of love to help instill confidence in girls and women, instill high self-esteem because that has a direct impact on how well you do in school, how you feel about yourself. 
Correct. Cause I seen it one. I forgot what I was watching, but one program they had uh, young guy, young uh, little boys, young young men, mm-hmm. that they was like getting a fresh haircut. They oh, got yeah. suits, you know. They got a business tie. Mm-hmm. So it was like the more that you know, you you still in them, the better that that they can be. So that's very dope. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you, like I said. Thank you. I'm proud of you too. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm proud of you too. Well, that's all I got right now. Unless you got something else you want to wrap things up with. No, that was it. Um, like I said, Stacy Childs. I'm running for State Board of Education, District 4. You can find me on my website, Stacy with an I, F-O-R, Texas.com. Please early vote May 16th through May 20th. Or please come vote on May 24th. I'm going to say this out loud, and, and it'll be on all your platforms now pray that I can come back and listen to it. I will be your board member. So we're going to play this May 24th around midnight or yes. May 25th around Let's midnight. Go. And then I'm going to say, see how I manifested? Look, Let's go. I'm going to see that green check by my name on the news and in the newspapers that I am going to be the youngest board member in Texas Let's and go. I'm going to win this election. Let's go. <laughs> Y'all heard it first Thank from Stacey so Charles. I appreciate you coming. Y'all know, uh, Baker Life Experience, my name, Fashion Lord T, and don't let anybody steal your peace. And I'm out.